toy fans, welcome to another installment of the Toy Lines podcast. I'm your host, Tom Romero. Ian is off this week. Happy Father's Day to all you toy collectors out there. We have a great show for you today. My guest is an unstoppable force in the comic collecting community with his new imprint, All Caps Comics. He's here today. He's graceless with his presence today to promote his new Cyberfrog toy line that begins July 4th. Ladies and gentlemen, the human sunshine himself, Mr. Ethan Van Skyver. Hi, hi, Toy Lines. Hello, Tommy. How are you? Great to be on your show. Thank you. Oh, of course. My pleasure. Now, (laughs) as I've been saying before, I'm a huge fan. I was back during the Hall of Heroes times with Cyberfrog. I mean, great, great stuff. I'm so happy to finally getting an action figure. Yeah, the Hall of Heroes stuff was great. It was a good time for indies, for indie comics. Uh, you know, uh, comics were selling so well. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, anybody could kind of do a black and white comic and see some pretty decent sales. Uh, so Hall of Heroes was uh, a bunch of teenagers. It was me, Matt Martin, Trent yeah. Canuga, and uh, right out of Elkhart, Indiana. I was the only one not in Elkhart, Indiana. I'm, I'm from New Jersey, but... Nice. Yeah, we, we started up just with this indie spirit that I think has uh, stayed with us uh, for the past uh, nearly 30 years. Uh, yeah. We're back together again at All Caps Comics. It's really fun. Yeah, I bet. I mean, we're all better as comic book collectors for it. I mean, look, Dale Keown, <laughs> Cyberfrog. We got Dale Keown. How cool is that? We got Dale Keown working at All Caps Comics. He's going to be doing a twenty pa- at least one 20-page Salamandroid story. He's doing covers. This is a dream come true. We, you know, uh, Dale Keown uh, was one of our idols in the 1990s when we were kids. We all copied his stuff. We thought he was like the, the bee's knees, as it were. We thought he was the greatest. And uh, now he's working with us. He's doing some Cyberfrog stuff, possibly more stuff after that. Maybe his own thing. We never know. That's awesome. uh, but it is, uh, it is a lot of fun. There's a lot of opportunities uh, in comics. Right now, even though the comics market is shrinking, now is a great time for for this kind of indie spirit to sprout up again, even though it's the other way around. And instead of like there being a lot of opportunity because there's just so much wealth in comics, there's no wealth in comics, uh, but there's fertile ground uh, to start planning and and building new IPs. Yeah, that's going to be the main health of the whole industry is just original concepts. Yeah, we have to. We have to do yeah. that. You know, let's not forget, like, this isn't the first time uh, that, you know, the, the comic book industry has found itself uh, needing a rebirth. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we we always look at Stan Lee and, and what he did in 1961 mm-hmm. uh, just because he wanted to do it his way. Mm-hmm. And uh, that led to all of this. Well, now corporations own everything that he ever created. Stan Lee's no longer with us. So it really is incumbent on young um enthusiastic new creators you don't have to be young i even though i think of myself as young uh, you don't have to be young you just have to be enthusiastic and ready to generate new ideas definitely now let's let's get into it so congratulations i I finally get a cyber frog figure from uh from you yeah absolutely so (laughs) i can't believe how quickly this is happening there's there's my guy cyber frog yep uh, you know, we, we just started uh, started crowdfunding this book, Cyberfrog Blood Honey, in 2018, hoping uh, that using Indiegogo, we could raise $8,000, which would have paid the printing bill, you know, for a very small print run. Sure. And we ended up raising $538,000. <laughs> I mean, wow. for, 
for our first comic book, we did a bunch of variant covers, and all in all, this book raised one point one million, uh, and um, uh, that led to well, we were pretty encouraged by that. Uh, yeah, we're pretty sure. encouraged by that. You know what that said to us, and I think what it said to uh, the rest of the creative, uh, independent community. A lot of professionals, a lot of people uh, who were currently employed by uh, these big corporations also saw what I was doing. They're starting to kind of move the same way. But because this did so well, we just thought, let's do it again. Let's do the sequel. And then let's start branching out um, and making our own toys. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, we started doing that. This is a, well, well first, that's, that's what we're trying to do now. First, okay. <laughs> before okay. we were able to do that. Uh, we start. I started with this idea, like maybe we could make a small. I was. I was thinking. Remember the Smurf toys in the 1980s, the little PVC Smurfs. Yes. Okay, they were collectible. <laughs> little PVCs. They were badly painted. They weren't poseable, but there were a, a plethora of them, and people collected them. Oh, sure. And uh, I just thought maybe we could make a cyber frog like that and do it as a giveaway. Uh, and, you know, um, let's just try because we're charging. The great thing about crowdfunding is, you know, you're charging $25. Um, that's your, that's my lowest tier is $25. So the book itself might cost five or $6 to print. Right. The rest of that money goes to whatever I want it to go to. So let's make some more things. Let's make some freebies for the people who backed once this campaign blows up and becomes big enough to support the print run. So uh, we started doing these PVC toys for free. Uh, and this was the first one. Uh, people are starting to receive them now. Um, this is Cyberfrog 2 Rec Planet's Cyberfrog PVC toy. I was just going to do a very cheap, you know, kind of, here you go, here's a little toy. But because the campaign raised 1.2, over $1.2 million, uh, we did nice packaging for it. Uh, we went all out. And yeah, then we, beautiful. We and then also, here, here's the sound. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Here's the sound of Mandroid. I mean, look at that tail. That's amazing. Yes. So we decided to go ahead. I said, if I'm giving away Cyberfrog, maybe what we can do is we can make a Salamandroid uh, and wow. sell him. So it's sure. like, you've got the Cyberfrog for free. Maybe we can get $25 out of you for a Salamandroid PVC. This was incredibly successful. These... Uh, these are currently being shipped to people. They're selling on. We we sold these for twenty five dollars. They're selling on eBay for three hundred. I think we oh, undercharged yeah. our customers <laughs> for these. Uh, the enthusiasm is pretty great for the uh, Salamandroid PVC. This was a big learning experience for me. That's uh, great. Making toys, you know, making the uh, PVCs. I learned how to. Well, I, I I don't know everything there is to know, but I learned a little bit about how to make uh, how to make toys, uh, and then just. I'm telling you, Tommy, the 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 thrill of making your own stuff, of just dreaming it and putting it into uh, reality, bringing it to reality is awesome. <laughs> I can't even I tell you. Could only imagine. And, just, and one of the incredible things is you're not even licensing stuff out. This is all you. This is self-funded. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's these are all my IPs. Uh, obviously, we're just starting with Cyberfrog right now, but I, you know, I've got another IP, Rainbow the Brute, that we're thinking about possibly doing. That's later. Let's let's you know, mm -hmm. Cyberfrog is right now. So, um, I'm I love action figures. I've loved toys and action figures my whole life. I mean, my whole I love Transformers. We grew up poor, Tommy. I didn't have very many Transformers. My mom got me uh 
what was it? Was it the red minivan? <laughs> what did my mom get me? Was it Ironsides? What was the name of the oh, uh, Ironhide? Ironhide. Ironhide yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted one of the race cars of the Lamborghini or something like that. My mom got me. Thanks, mom. I wanted jazz. My mom got me Ironhide, uh, which practical. You Not know, bad. Not practical bad. transformer. Yeah. Um, but I've loved all this stuff my whole life. So, uh, Obviously, I want to move into uh, to making articulated uh, action figures that can compete with uh, Marvel Legends and then Todd sure. McFarlane and, you know, all of the toys that I see on your shelf back there. Sure, sure. Now, let's take a look at one of them right now. Now, here is the modern version of Cyberfrog. That's right. Yeah. Now, this thing is beautiful. I mean, I love that head with the stinger going right through it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like mean, that, too. This is, I mean, this stuff is awesome. And now here's, here's a side-by-side -side comparison. Cause you're also offering the classics version. Yeah. Like uh, the nineties, the, the 1990s version. So Cyberfrog was my first comic book. Like you mentioned, it was at Hall of Heroes and then published by Harris comics from 1994 to say 1998. And, um, you know, then I stopped and I worked for DC comics for 20 years. It's it's kind of cool the the you know the the Cyberfrog comic book sort of maps that out. It's like Cyberfrog was around in the 1990s, and then he fell asleep for 20 years when when the Vespas, the wasps, the alien wasps came and stung him nearly to death, and then he wakes up now, right in time for when the new Cyberfrog book uh, is coming out. He's been hibernating for 20 years. Okay, so, so excuse me. So this isn't a soft reboot. Like I originally thought this is just a continuation now. Yeah. Like, um, it's a, it is a soft reboot. I, you okay. know, people who want to read the nineties stuff, it's a whole different, I had to go back and, uh, reread all of the stuff from the 1990s because we we put it out in this hardcover collection. Words and all I'm waiting for mine. We're, we're beginning shipping, uh, uh tomorrow they're going out. So right. I'm very excited about that. Uh, but I mean, you go back and you read it and you can just see that, first of all, not only did Cyberfrog look a little bit different, you know, he had a yellow tummy, he had the black mm -hmm. spots, his head was shaped a little bit different. He had those kind of toaster oven knee pads uh, <laughs> and uh, the little wrist guards there. Right. Uh, he, he looked, I mean, he looks similar. He looked close to the way he looks now. I kind of tightened him up for the, uh, for the relaunch, but uh, you know, people just kind of said, uh, Hey, um, you know, I'd like to see that action figure as well. Sure. Uh, and then they kind of said, well, what about this old stuff? Is this, does this old stuff, did it happen? It did, but it happened differently. When you read warts and all, you'll be like, how come Cyberfrog's mean? He's so mean to Heather and he kills people because <laughs> it was the nineties. Yeah, it was <laughs> a different time. Yeah, people in comics, I was reading Milk and Cheese. I was reading all these aggressively violent, you know, funny comics, underground comics. So Cyberfrog would just, he'll just kill people that annoy him, you know? And that's, exactly. to me, that was funny when I was 21 and 22. Uh, well, Cyberfrog now is different. Here's yeah. something I'm, I'm thinking is missing. Like maybe there's an alternate head in the future, but remember when he used to, well, obviously you'll remember, but when he used to shoot out his tongue and leave like a little bomb in people, that yeah. was awesome. I was <laughs> like, that, that's gotta be a head somewhere. Why, why don't we do that? We should do like the, uh, an alternate head where the tongue is sticking out or something like that. We could do that. You know, that's a great idea. Um, nice. you know, we, we'll see how this goes. I, I'm, I'm still, uh, you know, getting ready to, uh, uh, you know, put the campaign together. So I'm making all little changes here and there and adding some things to the way the action figures look. 
Um, but we, uh, yeah, we wanted to, we wanted to offer both. We wanted to offer the 1990s version and the modern version of Cyber Frog. Nice. Um, you know, just people seem to like the 90s version too. It's like people who are reading the current book go, I think I like the 90s one a little better. I'm like, yeah. that's not what I wanted to hear, but okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, I love them both, to be honest with you. But for some reason, I, I'm clinging on to that 90s version. And maybe it's because, you know, he had different weapons in the 90s, not so much this. I, I don't know, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I hope I'm not insulting you, but yeah. No, no, no. I Listen, I created both of them, so both <laughs> versions. Yeah, here's the, without a leg, by the way, um, but here's the uh, 90s version with his guns attached uh, here. That's awesome. Um, this is what we're endeavoring to make. Uh, so this is the paint master, what he's going to look like. Very nice. You know what? Let's take... Let's take a moment because I want to show our listeners and our YouTube subscribers uh, your campaign video. Okay. So let's hit that. Yeah, there's the best booth. God, it's just exciting to me. I love the idea of independence rise. You know, it's like yes. now is the time. You don't have to just sit down and wait to work for, you know, one of the big corporations. And then, you know, maybe one of the creations that you give to these big corporations is going to become a toy. Make your own stuff. Make it now. Crowdfunding makes that possible, uh, as we're showing. It's not just me that's doing this. It's other people. Oh, yeah. Uh, who are also, uh, you know, doing their own indie comics and, and making their own toys, making their own stuff. Well, speaking of which, I know you're helping Kyle Ritter with Starblades. Mm -hmm. Now, is there any, I mean, God willing, this is, you know, a success for you and, you know, for your company. Could we possibly see like Starblades figures or jawbreakers down the line? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. We're going to do it all. We're going nice. to do, I mean, you know, again, depending on, depending on how this campaign goes. So, uh, you know, we've got uh, we've got four action figures that we're starting with. We're starting with the uh, 90s Cyber Frog. Uh, we're starting with modern Cyber Frog that you showed. Uh, we're starting with uh, a Heather Swain main version. There's also going to be a variant version. Uh, yes. That's the main version of Heather Swain with her. Right. Heather Swain works at a fast food restaurant in the 90s as a teenager called Chicken Fry. Right. Uh, we just did it. that's our you know, that's something that I made up. Uh, and so uh, she's got her chicken fried T-shirt. These people are wearing clothing that's 20 years old. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's what you have to do. You got to, you know, uh, find clothing that's going to last. Um, that other one that you just showed, that's Heather yep. with her alternate head with her ponytail up. That's important because um, I think with her other head, her hair is down over her shoulder. So her head isn't going to be as movable. Yes. Uh, we put her hair up in a ponytail so that, you know, she'll have more uh articulation on her neck and everything like that with her ponytail up but she looks so mean she looks like priscilla presley there she does especially with the the lip movement yeah she's right a little there. little elvis uh, yeah and exactly and as i was telling uh, my co-host ian 
I prefer this head because like you said before, you can actually see more of Heather's face. It's it's more prominent than, than, you know, the long haired version. I, I complained at one point. I kind of said, uh, boy, uh, there's a real problem because a lot of these, uh, <laughs> a lot of these uh, action, like these, these characters, the imagery that you see from superhero comics these days, everybody looks so mad. The women look grumpy. And yes. so uh, I got a little bit of pushback from people. I got I got kind of roasted, but showing me the you know the Heather Swain heads uh, that look absolutely miserable. You know they look pissed off. Well, look, they've been surviving for twenty years. But I do listen. I do listen to people. Let me just show you if you'll share my screen for one second. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. hearing like this is going to be the third Heather Swain head uh, that Very we're putting nice. into production right now. She's going to have a nice happy smile because she's hanging out with her friends. Uh, and I pushed her hair behind her head so that, again, you know, we're, we're thinking about articulation and making sure uh, that, uh, you know, she can move a little bit better. So uh, there you that's go. That's a great smile. Yeah, that's a really nice, great smile right there. Yeah, let's make some, uh, let's let's have some happy fun. We're gonna, It'll be like a tear. It'll be a stretch goal, like make Heather smile. <laughs> Once we reach, <laughs> we reach $200,000, make Heather Swain smile and you'll get a Heather Swain smiley head with your, uh, uh, with your Heather Swain action figure. So Very uh, nice. that's the now, plan. I also want to bring up um, the big Q word, quality control. Now, here's what I keep telling people, because a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, it looks cool, but how do I know, you know, Ethan's going to keep his word? I was like, he's been making these books for over a year now. I mean, if there's a problem, Ethan's going to take care of it, hands down. I have no, I mean, it's, it's kind of a slippery slope, you know, supporting people on Kickstarter or even Indiegogo. And I'll be honest with you, there is a certain creator, I'm not going to name names, but... I've been waiting five years for his book and I used to be a super fan up until this Kickstarter. Mm, I yeah. think I know who it is. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, like five years, five years. Yeah. 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 And, and here's the funny thing. We've been sending emails back and forth. And he's like, Oh, you know, it's coming. It's coming. You know, all these people have it and stuff. And then a friend of mine said he was selling copies of them at conventions. I swear to God, you know what it is? It's fulfillment. Fulfillment is the biggest problem for people. And and somebody like the the professional who you're speaking of, somebody that's produced hundreds and hundreds of books. Oh, yes. So it's not printing. I mean, you know, you get a lot of these kind of younger guys who are producing comics and just getting their books printed is a challenge. Learning how to make a comic book. Obviously, that's not the problem here. Right. The problem is fulfillment. Um, which is uh, overwhelming for a lot of people, especially when you're working on your own. And, you know, I, I sympathize. Part of the job when you go into crowdfunding, you have to change your whole way of thinking. Uh, you're used to putting out, you know, if you're an independent guy, you put out multiple books every single year, uh, maybe even monthly, uh, because other people are handing, handling the fulfillment for you. You send through the direct market and you give away two thirds of your profit in doing so. Okay. Um, but when you're handling, when you're doing crowdfunding and you're doing it the way that I do it and the way that, you know, we ask, uh, you know, people in our community to do it, uh, you fulfill it yourself by hand. And that might mean that you're only doing one or two campaigns per year, but you're going to profit a lot more. You're going to keep all of the money that you would have given to retailers, that you would have given to distributors. That's going to go into your bank account and to pay your creative staff. 
So uh, we, we want to see people do that. Now, for campaigns like mine, I mean, I you know, uh, warts and all we're fulfilling right now, 4,400 packages have to go out. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, uh, I have staff. I have people that I've hired uh, who are going to help make the boxes, help stuff the boxes. Uh, we've got people who are making labels on stamps.com all day long. Uh, and wow. just making sure that these packages go out clean and and you know easy and and people are getting tracking numbers and uh, you, you know when you back one of my campaigns you get an email uh, when your when your uh, package ships with a tracking number we right. ship first class if not priority mail uh, we're we're starting to use UPS as well for some of our bigger heavier packages to further uh, locations and outside of the country. Um, we recently even uh, got our VAT tax number uh, for shipping projects or shipping product overseas, uh, England and Europe, uh, just to save people a little bit of tax money over there. So we're, we're aiming to be more professional. You know, we're aiming to get our books out, uh, in a neat and orderly fashion. And your quality control is, is definitely a thing when you're making toys and you're shipping thousands and thousands of toys, you can't always be sure uh, that every toy that people get is going to arrive there undamaged. Sometimes right. they get damaged in shipping. Other times they're defective. Uh, we have shipped out 700 salamandroids. Wow. Uh, we have received 10 complaints uh, okay. from people uh, who have said, my salamandroid came broken. 10 out of 700, not bad. No, uh, not at and all. And we, we respond to that immediately <laughs> I mean, we, see uh, but that's that's part of the the confidence i have in you because i've had seen your your youtubes and you've shared stories about you know people getting damages and you take care of them like that they you are know, our customers you can't say that about every creator excuse me yeah but well, yeah that's why that's why i'm pushing this cyber frog action figure you know to everyone you know because i do have the confidence in you and your company and i love these characters Oh, I thank you. I appreciate that. We're we're going to do a good job, and and I'm working with people uh, who have skill in crafting toys and in making toys and actually getting the toys finished. Um, you know, now why not? Why excuse me? Why not license? You know, I mean, you have McFarlane, you have Super Seven, uh, even the Four Horsemen have a, a part on their company website that says, "Hey, if you have an idea, we'll create it for you." But you mm -hmm. decided to to take it all, take the reins all on yourself. I mean, even financially. Well, we're still young, you know. I mean, I, I'm not saying that we will never one day. You know, Todd McFarlane started out doing his own stuff, and then you know, over time, you know, once his company grew, he started to license sports figures and you know things like that. And now he's he's doing DC Comics, Batman toys. You know, he's right. doing all the DC stuff. It's been 30 years for Todd. <laughs> we just started. We're in our second. We're in our first year, actually, of toy production and, and shipping toys to people. Um, yeah, but for, wouldn't you find it easier to license out to, say, like a Super 7 company instead of taking on that burden all, all on yourself? Oh, you mean have somebody else do Cyberfrog toys? Correct. Well, there, you know, there's also a political component to what we're doing. Um, you know, most people who are fans of of my show and and who understand what you know all caps comics is and Comicsgate understand that the way things are being done this way is because at some point uh, in the last four years, uh, conservative Republicans—I don't want to talk about politics—but conservative no. <laughs> Republicans like myself 
got blacklisted from comics. Right. Uh, and there are, uh, there's a very sadly, uh, but this is true. Uh, there is um, a group, uh, there's an activist group of uh, people who want uh, Republicans and people like me uh, to not be able to make what I make uh, and, and, you know, distribute it through normal outlets. Okay. Uh, because of this situation, uh, you know, we have to kind of find ways to make toys and make comics that don't allow uh, what happened to Gina Carano, for okay. example, uh, to happen to us. So licensing out CyberFrog to another company uh, would make that company a target for harassment uh, by these people. So I try not to do that. I try to be happy and just say, I'm going to be doing all of this myself. If there is, people say, where is the CyberFrog cartoon? There may be one and I'm going to make it. (laughs) I, I will do everything myself. And uh, look, it, it used to, I, I see myself as a pioneer. I, I see myself as, you know, I see the industry before me and, and you know, what we're discussing here, the independent comics and toy collectible uh, industry as the Wild West. You know, it's like uh, there wasn't indoor plumbing back then. There, <laughs> there wasn't, you know, there weren't big skyscrapers. Uh, burly, bold men like myself uh, to go west and build these things. They had to build these things. You had to build these towns, build these communities, uh, and build these places where business and industry could grow. Um, if I'm not going to do it, and if I'm going to uh, palm that responsibility off onto some other company, even if it weren't for uh, these activists uh, who uh, you know who can't cancel culture essentially. Right. Um, uh, then who will, who would do it? You know, whose responsibility is it? I mean, at some point, uh, you know, a lot of people gifted me with millions and millions of dollars, uh, because I came out and said, here's my cyber fraud comic and I'm not going to be canceled. Uh, I'm going to continue to do what it is that I was put here on this art to do, make huh. entertainment, make fun toys and fun stories for people. So it's gotta be me. Gotcha. It's got to be. And then other people can come to me eventually, you know, and I will uh, I will provide a safe outlet for people who have also who have fear of cancellation, because ultimately this isn't anything that you should worry about, Tommy. None of these circumstances should be in your mind. You shouldn't think, uh, is it going to be OK? Am I going to be able to um, support this creator, this artist, right. uh, if their politics don't align with somebody else's? Uh, you know, we that that should not be the concern of a customer of somebody who just wants to buy a frog toy or a frog exactly. comic. So I feel like this is my job. I feel like this is what I need to do uh, on behalf of myself, my family, and hundreds of other people uh, who find themselves in similar circumstances. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm happy to do it. Great, great. I love hearing that. I'm glad. I mean. And it shows in your product as well. I mean, the artwork has always been fantastic, but now it's like you've taken it to the next level. You know, we're getting action figures. Now, this is hope we are. We don't know that, Tommy. We have to to crowdfund it. We have to crowdfund it. uh, July, first of all, uh, if you would, if you would put the link to the um, email notification, if anybody's watching this uh, and wants to support this campaign, is looking forward to backing these action figures, which I promise are going to be incredibly competitive quality. These will be as good as, if not better than Marvel Legends, uh, as good as, if not better than many of Todd McFarlane's toys. 
Uh, and we're just going to keep pushing. We're just going to keep making great stuff. If this interests you, if what I'm saying interests you, uh, you know, we have a, a email notification sign up link that I hope will be below in the description. You will. Uh, and put your email in there so that I can tell you when the campaign launches. But even if you don't do that, it's going to be pretty easy to know uh, when we're launching this campaign. This is all about independence, independent creator pride, and we're launching it on American Independence Day, the 4th of July. We're going to launch these action figures. We'll right. see if it works. I, I don't. It's a lot of money that we're asking oh, yeah. for. I can it's a lot. just imagine. I mean, tooling, paint apps, deco. I mean, you're yes. you're literally spending a fortune. And it's not like you're just putting out one figure. I mean, you have a full wave, basically. <laughs> Stupid. I'm so dumb. No, no, that's that's incredible. That's a you know what that is? That is leadership right there. You know, that's what's <laughs> missing from from comics and and pop culture right now you know tom mcfarlane was a pioneer back then and look what he's achieved like you said you know now you're doing it for the indie version and and it's great i mean we're getting characters that you know let's be honest cyber frog was always an indie book even at harris you mm -hmm. know very few indie action figures ever made it out you know, especially not now, <laughs> right yeah, now, yeah, like exactly. th there isn't going to be anything like this unless we make it happen. And that right. is us. The money didn't disappear. You know, uh, I mean, the fans didn't disappear. The money didn't disappear. The, people just closed their wallets. I think uh, there's something about what's going on in comics right now that people just aren't enjoying. Uh, and what for whatever reason that is, people are just walking away from uh, mainstream comics and the indies. Are, you know, the, the comic industry has become so small that the indies just aren't there like they used to be. There's Image, you know, a lot of people can go to Image. That's a good place to go. And now uh, but, IDW with Last Ronin. IDW, oh book. my God, that was so, the turtles. Yeah. Okay, if we want to talk about licensing something, I'll take, I'll take those turtles. Nice, yeah. Send yeah. them my way. When, when uh, you know, everybody's done with them, send them my way. I'll take the turtles. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so we have to do this. We have to, you know, um, we, you know, we have to make these toys by ourselves so that the money didn't dry up. The people just aren't spending it. They have it. Let's give them a product that'll make them open their wallets again. Yeah. That's my vision. That's my dream. Yeah. Let's look at your vision real quick. So, all right, we're going to start off with the main man himself or main amphibian himself, cyber frog. Now, <laughs> yeah. how many, how many points of articulation are, are we looking at here? Gee, uh, offhand, uh, I'm not really sure. I didn't count them. Uh, okay, this is I'm an sorry. early, yeah, this is an early version of uh, of the toy. I know that there's a ball joint pivot, uh, you know, in his shoulder. His head turns side to side, but it it comes off to you know put other heads on there. Okay. He's got an ab crunch there. He's got a double jointed knees. He's got a little twist at, at his bicep and at his uh, uh, thigh. Mm -hmm. uh, we articulated each one of his toes uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I guess his uh, elbows, nice. uh, wrist pivot. So just modern day articulation. Yeah. People started saying we need ankle rockers and I didn't know what that was. Uh, okay. And so I went and, uh, you know, we added ankle rockers. That's a, yeah, you know, right here. Yes. That's an ankle rocker. Yeah. Yeah. People said that's really important. And I said, well, then we'll do it. Uh, you know, this is again, this is our first action figure. So I, I think we're doing okay. I think our, our articulation is competitive. It's Very not so. 
yeah, it's not where we're going to end up. You know, wave two, uh, you know, we're going to have learned an awful lot from wave one. Uh, we'll have another frog in wave two, another heather. But mostly nice. what we're going to be making, if we're successful, an 18-inch version of salamandra. <laughs> 18 inches tall. Could you imagine? Well, Super <laughs> 7 just put out a uh, from uh, Silverhawks, the mm -hmm. Monstar. He's about 11 inches right now. Wow. Yeah. We're going to crush Earthy. that. Yes, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, to scale with Cyberfrog, Salamandroid there. That's the initial rough sculpt of him, but we're, okay. we're going to super articulate him. Uh, we're going to have his uh, mouth open. He'll have a fire-breathing, eye-light-up kind of effect. Uh, we're going to spend some money. Salamandroid is going to be a very, very nice toy. We're going to make Rumblebee, uh, one of Cyberfrog's okay. enemies. Uh, Lily, we're going to make Heather's daughter. Wow. So wave, wave two will be fun, but got to get through wave yeah. one and i'm 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 praying that we can do it i feel like we can signups have been pretty good to good. start out with you know so and we'll let's see. take a look at some other characters in this wave so here right here is the vespus mm -hmm. and now that's a fully articulated stinger tail uh yeah right now it, it are it it's got uh two hinges in it so that the uh abdomen there uh, can sting it can it can go forward and it can go backwards awesome. uh, just like a you know an actual wasps uh, abdomen can very nice uh, all of the legs are articulated uh mm -hmm. i would have liked to articulated to have articulated the jaws uh, mm -hmm. but we weren't able to do that this time uh the wings are articulated you know all of that it's a it's a really really nice toy i think kids especially are going to love that sure well um i was even telling Ian the other day, instead of um, maybe having this Vespus be like the queen, mm -hmm. if you will, and then making smaller ones as army builders. Well, that's a scout. That is not the queen. Oh, uh, okay. And there, you're going to find that, you know, in the, in the book, you're going to learn about uh, Vespa society. You're going to get a little taste of that in okay. Cyberfrog 2 Wrecked Planet. You're going to see that, first of all, they're very smart. Cyberfrog thinks they're dumb, and they're, that's because he can't understand their language yet. Uh, then he realizes, no, they're incredibly vicious and very smart and they know just what they're doing. Uh, and so they, you know, there's a, there's a community aspect to them. They're, they live in this feudal kind of system where there are lords uh, and peasants and, you know, all of this stuff. So you're going to, uh, you'll see many other different species uh, of oh, Vespas along nice. the way. Very nice. Looking we'll make toys of all of them. That's awesome. That's awesome. The more the merrier. And now let's take a look at Heather. Now, we already discussed her hair, but this is a beautiful figure. Yeah, I was happy to see that people saw Heather and said that's the best female action figure I've seen in a long time, um, which pleased pleased me. I mean, that's, uh, you know, the, the original sculpt um, came from a fellow, just a fan. This is kind of the way we work. I, I just listened to my fans. Uh, and this guy had done a digital sculpt of Heather that was so beautiful. Um, and I just said, I, I want to buy that off of you. So I wrote him a great big check. Uh, we broke it down uh, uh, into an action figure. It's going to be released as a statue also later this year. Oh, yeah. uh, we had him do a little bit of work, uh, create another head. We got another sculptor who just did that smiley head that we showed. Okay. There's the statue. Yeah. that's Yes. The... yes. And uh, now are you still going to keep these options or are we narrowing them down? 
No, they're everything's there. We've got for the uh well, for the action figure, you're gonna be able to get the machete. Um, you're gonna get a baseball bat with like spikes on it. You're gonna be able to get the shotgun and the hatchet. You're gonna okay. be able to get a handgun. Wow. I, I think those all come with the uh, Heather action figure. Um, and uh those larvae there are gonna come with the Vespus uh scout. Cool, very nice. I love that sign that says local honey. That really should be her t-shirt. Local yeah, right? honey. It's so <laughs> cool. You know, if you live in uh you know, you live in the pine barrens, uh, mm-hmm. you see those signs everywhere. You know, people yeah. are collecting honeybees and then getting their honey and selling their honey, the local honey. And Heather is a local honey. So uh, and then also she's full of blood, which can be turned into honey to feed the Vespas. It works uh, on three different levels, Tommy. Very nice. Very nice. Now you just recently announced a variant for Heather Swain. Is there a certain way people can order this one or how's that going to work? So I'm pretty sure. And the reason why we made the variant was because a, we have a huge collector base. People want to collect things uh, associated with Cyberfrog. We found that to be very true. Uh, happily so. Um, but uh, in order to sell more Heather Swains so that we can meet our funding goal, uh, we've created this variant where she's wearing a white shirt with the all caps comics logo. Uh, I think they're going to be released this way. I think anybody who buys uh, one of each of the toys, like all four of the toys, uh, which is $195, I think that's what we're planning, will be able to purchase uh, a Heather Swain variant toy. Um, that way we'll be able to keep them kind of rare, uh, a, a lower print run, a lower, what would you call them? Not print run. Yeah, uh, same same concept. Same, just same a concept. lower run, yeah. Lower run, a lower production run. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's something something for collectors. The uh, all caps comics Heather Swain variant. You know. See, that's awesome. And then you also have this guy right here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right <laughs> behind me. Yeah, the uh, sculptor of the Cyber Frog toy went ahead and made that for me and sent it over to a fantastic painter. Wow. Uh, and so this is a one, this is a one-to-one scale, one out of one in existence. And I actually said, I said, boy, uh, you know, I, I bet we could actually sell a few of these because everybody who saw it went, I want one of those. And I oh, went, sure. they're, they'd be expensive to make because they're hand painted and everything. Wow. I said, how much would it cost to make 10 of these? And uh, I got a bill for $19,000. And I went, wow. so I'd have to sell them for $2,000 each. I just don't think I'd be able to do it. So I guess not, you know, but oh, well, I've got one. I've got gotcha. one. And maybe, maybe someday we'll do it. Nice. Nice. Now let's talk about packaging. Now you're an artist, so I'm sure you have some great ideas for some designs. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Like, we, are are you looking, oh, excuse me. Are you no. looking towards like, um, like the spawn Kickstarter with that, clamshell box or something resealable listen people if people give me enough money <laughs> i will make <laughs> i will make something like that todd mcfarland's campaign raised 3.4 million dollars right. uh and had twenty six thousand backers which is i must tell you as somebody who is a, a crowd funder um that's enormous that is incredible that's extraordinary uh, if, uh, and, and I, you know, when I received his toys, cause I ordered all three of them too, um, they were beautifully packaged and set a standard. Is it the standard? I think it is for anybody who makes $3 million. Uh, if I, <laughs> if I were to make that much money, we would kick Tommy, if I were to make that much money, we would kick ass. 
Like we would do amazing stuff with the packaging, mm -hmm. anticipating a slightly less profitable, slightly less profitable than $3.4 million. Well, um, it is your first outing. It's our first outing. This yeah. is, let's, let's give it some time. Uh, we're looking at, at options for packaging. Uh, one thing that we're talking about doing is including an exclusive cyber fraud comic book, mm -hmm. uh, which would be probably helpful. I think it would encourage people. Um, and then figuring out, do we want to do something like what Todd did, uh, if possible? If not, do we want to do a Marvel Legends style box uh, on the cheap end? But the practical end, we could just do the, you know, the bubble on the card. Uh, right. which uh, would work for all of the figures except for the Vespas, which is going to go in a box no matter what. You know, it's too big. And we'll see. You know, I I, I will... The thing about these... Uh, the thing about creative uh, situations is that sometimes you don't have the answer right away. Uh, the answer becomes uh, inspiration and practicality kind of blended together. You go, what can I do? And then once you know what you can do, something just hits you out of the blue that's amazing that's brilliant uh and you got to wait for that answer to come because i would like the packaging to be representative of this comic i want it to be exciting i want it to be collectible but i don't know what it's going to be yet here we just took you know the honeycomb the vespis hive material and right. you know put our characters inside of it i don't want to repeat that i want to do something different this time resealable that was amazing yeah, the that's one thing I noticed. I I'd never seen that before. You can well, just this, open it and reseal it. Yeah, this one is from the Four Horsemen. Mm -hmm. They're Mythic Legions figures, so they all come with resealable, which I think is a great because because you're always going to have those certain collectors that want to play with it, but yet it's going to look great on somebody's wall or or shelf. So you know, please keep that in mind. Yeah, I I love those guys, the Four Horsemen. I've been looking at their campaigns. Uh, they, uh, they, they're making some beautiful, incredible toys and they're making, I don't quite understand how they're doing it. Uh, they, you know, it's like, uh, the second biggest campaign was a four horsemen campaign. And Correct. I think they had about under 2000 backers. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet they made $900,000 and I looked at how they did it and they have like 18 different action figures. Yeah. How do you, I mean, they won't. Well they've been in, in the industry for a long time. They actually started at McFarlane mm -hmm. and then branched off. So there is, I mean, if you follow this stuff very closely, I mean, you can tell, you know, you can really tell actually, you know, what's a four horseman figure as opposed to something that isn't. So they've, they've built their legion of fans along the way. Yeah. I just want to, I would love to talk to them because, you know, what what I found is there's a minimum order quantity. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you, if you're offering 18 different toys, uh, you know, it, it just seems like, uh, and you've only got 2,000 backers. Right. And usually the minimum order quantity to get a high quality toy made is about 10,000 units. I don't understand how, I don't understand the math, Tommy. I don't understand how they're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I mean, they have a warehouse of toys or they're they're just paying for the production and then they possibly. they probably sell the toys through Big Bad Toys or something like that, you know, the extras. Right. That was my next question. So once you get this campaign funded, what is your plan for mass market retail? 
Like, do you still want to do the Amazon or will you be using someone like Big Bad Toy Store? Yeah, uh, Big Bad Toy Store did kind of reach out to us and say they wanted to oh, do that's Cyber awesome. Club. Yeah, uh, so uh, we'll, we'll talk to them. But again, the same situation arises where every time we work with anybody, uh, they're going to be targeted by activists who say he voted for Trump. He's right. responsible for he invaded the Capitol on January 6th. I did not. I didn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, he's with those guys. So uh, anyway, um, that's well, something that I think about. You know, I got to think, am I going to make them a target for harassment or right. and I'm sure that that makes these people happy that that's a consideration that I have to make. But yeah. frankly, we can just sell them ourselves. Okay. Uh, you know, I can take uh, we can easily sell that many toys ourselves through Amazon or eBay, okay. our eBay store. And people know where to find us. And as long as you can market and let people know, as long as you have a voice out there so that you can let people know where to go. Here's the link. You could sell endless amounts of these of product by yourself. And keep all the money. You just nice. have to ship it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I say, yeah, like it's a, a simple thing, but that's I mean, how we grow. It's you know? getting, it's getting tougher and tougher for shipping. Yeah. But again, you know, what that does is it necessitates uh, us having to hire people and hiring people um, means that we need to grow our business. Uh, having more stock uh, that's going to sell and make us four times what we paid for it. And we didn't even pay for it. Backers paid for it. That's the amazing thing about crowdfunding. Uh, we, you know, we're able to make this investment by getting pre-orders from people. Uh, that just means we need a bigger warehouse. We need more space. We need more vehicles. You know, we need to grow. Uh, and that's how these little mom and pop businesses start out. Uh, eventually, uh, you know, uh, Dale Keown, who's becoming a good friend of mine now, uh, sent me a song that became the theme song of uh, my YouTube show comic artist pro uh, secrets it's a, a band called hell yeah and the song basically is called be undeniable and it, it the chorus says you know if you're tired of being denied be undeniable so this is advice that i would give people in my situation where it's like um at some point we're going to grow so big uh, and we are going to be so popular that we're going to be undeniable and there is no amount of harassment uh, that's going to stop people from wanting to sell cyber fraud product because it's good and people want it. Uh, but again, that requires a lot of work on our end. We need to make sure the toys are excellent. The comics are excellent. All the product that we make is collectible, fun. We're creating enthusiasm every single day. That's on us to do that. But, uh, you know, we do have to create an environment where people desire our product so much that nobody can stop us. Awesome. Very nice. Here, let's run your video again real quick, just to give people a heads up. <laughs> when the monster you created comes back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> what I say in this disclosure, y'all are stupid to get shoulder. Because your plan was to get over since the days of Victrola. All the years of straight lies and depriving. Now we're pushing to take a dive and conniving. Great song. Great product. It's all about being independent. When they do the work, they know we pay up. And I see the labels getting set to 
That's right. Oh, by the way, and that's uh, part of it. They they showed that really quickly uh, in the in the video. I don't think I mentioned it. People who do sign up for the email notification list, we're going to make an extra little package of the bonus item. It's it's Cyberfrog's hand holding a chicken leg, and then a bucket of uh, his favorite fried chicken, the uh, chicken uh, chicken fried chicken. Uh, awesome. So that's going to come in a special separate little package for people who signed up for email notifications and then went ahead and backed the campaign. Uh, you're going to get these little collectible packets of extra accessories. Uh, we think people will like that. Very nice. And now, do you have any stretch goals in mind or is are just one person pays for it and they're all in? Okay, so stretch goals, we're going to, first of all, uh, I thought about this a bunch of different ways. I was just like, should I just do Cyber Frog and then, you know, we'll try to do the other ones later. And I went, that is cowardice speaking. That is a loser attitude. We're going to do all four of them at once. Uh, right. You know, everything or nothing. We're going to get it done. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Go well. Boo-hoo. You know, we're, we're going to try to get this to work. Uh, the second thing is um, when it comes to stretch goals, uh, we're going to do, uh, we're going to start with, this is the basic figure. You're going to get a basic Heather, basic cyber frog. Uh, and then as we meet uh, various stretch goals, you know, um, everyone, you know, if we if we if we get to 200,000, everybody gets another set of hands, get to 220, okay. everybody gets the headshot, the extra heads, okay. uh, weapons pack across the board, you know, until we get up to where we need to be. Okay. Uh, so I guess that's the way it's going to be um, with the stretch goals. But I think we're going to get everything. I, you know, I I've even made I've even made a melting human being. Uh, turning into like a, a dead body, turning into Vespis hive uh, for the uh, the maggots to crawl out of the the Vespis larva uh, as a final stretch goal. I think we're going to get everything. I've made another hand cannon for Cyber Frog. I made a Heather Swain hand. She's holding a, a big gulp soda from whatever version of Seven Eleven is in the Cyber Frog universe. Very nice. uh, all of that stuff. We're going to have lots and lots of extra bonuses for these figures so that when you get them, they are packed with optional trade outs uh, and accessories. And those will all be stretch goals, but I think they're going to be easy stretch goals to hit anticipating um, typical Cyber Frog success. But again, you never know. I don't know. I, I can't count on everybody to come support me every single time. Just because right. just because they always have doesn't mean they always will, Tommy. You can't right. take your customers for granted. That's what I've learned. Very true. Very true. And see, that's that's exactly why I support men like you. Because your first concern is the customer. You know, yeah, stuff will get paid for, but we got to keep our people happy or else they're not coming back. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and my wife was just like, so we're pushing to get warts and all out at the same time that we're pushing to get Starblades uh, completed. Starblades is almost completed fulfillment and we're shipping PVC toys out. She's like, you're doing these three things simultaneously. Why? And I'm like, because we need to keep our customers happy right now. We're about to, we're about to launch an action figure campaign. And now is the time that we need to create a fireworks show of just fulfillment, people getting packages, people right. getting, uh, seeing how good our product is, getting the things that they paid for, uh, so that we can wipe a few of these campaigns away. They're fulfilled. And here comes the, the biggest one that we've ever launched, the biggest campaign we've ever even tried to launch. Wow. Uh, so, you know, work hard. We work really, really hard around here. And it shows. I mean, My look, I know, white. <laughs> I know, I know people are like, oh, you know, you know, Ethan, the bully, he's just, you know, kissing ass. And I'm really not. I'm just, I'm, I'm a fan. 
granted. And I may be fanning out right now, you know, not really professional, but I've seen the work you've put in, you know, I, I've seen the support you're giving to your customers and the product. I mean, it's a fantastic product, well, especially, just- especially if you're a nineties kid, you know, that, that misses those comics, you know, I mean, I'm looking forward to Trent Canuga's Creed who did have an actual acting figure back in the day. That's going to print right now. Trent Canuga. Well, we had a little issue Trent, trying to, we were going to give him a spine on his books. And he said, I want staples. He's like, I want this to just oh, look okay. like a quote from Trent. I want it to look like a rad comic book. I, I, I love that. <laughs> he wants to look like a rad comic book. It needs to have staples. Okay. We'll do whatever you want. You know, it's that's people are, I don't know. There's something about independence. It's, it's just a breath of fresh air, you know, really oh, sure. is nice. Sure. I bet. All right. I'm going to ask you a couple of weird cyber frog questions. Now, when you draw cyber frog, I remember reading this back in the nineties. Do you still hear Dennis Leary's voice coming out of cyber frog? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Dennis Leary would be great. Uh, one of the jerky boys would be good. The, oh, Hey, awesome. what's up there? Flapjack, like yeah, that kind yeah. of a voice, you know, uh, the East coast kind of thing. Yeah. Dennis Leary would be great though. Yeah, definitely. And now this isn't, Cyber Frog's first time actually being a, an action figure. Playmates Toys actually approached you. Yeah, Playmates Toys, uh, we were being represented by Surge Enterprises. Uh, and uh, they were the guys who got the turtles made into toys. And they, right. they struck a deal with Playmates Toys back in 1997. And uh, Playmates Toys did make a sculpt of a Cyber Frog figure, which uh, I do still have. Uh, it never went into production, but it was going to match the Turtles line uh, that they were also producing. So, you know, again, I've shown it a few times on live streams and people want it. You know, they, they want it. Uh, I might possibly, should this become successful, you know, if we can take another step after this, uh, let's put that out. Let's let's put out the uh, what would have been the 1990s Playmate Cyber Frog toy. We'll even make... We'll even make a like a parody of the, what the packaging would have looked like, uh, but we've got the sculpt. We can easily take it, adapt it, and uh, you know put it out the way it would have been uh, had it come out in 1997. That's cool. That's cool. Now we can for do anything for other waves. Well, how about this is my next question. So for other waves, how about this frog armor? <laughs> yeah. I, I just love that symbol right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cyberfrog's armor adapts uh, to uh, situations that you know uh, that it calls for. So we we're going to do stuff like that too. You're nice. going to see Cyberfrog adapt into something in Wreck Planet, like you know, uh, we'll, we'll you know we have all these different opportunities to make various uh, variant Cyberfrog toys, and we will if we're able to. Gotcha. We hope to. Very nice. And yeah, I don't want to take up any more of your time, but can we talk quickly about the unicorn heads <laughs> yeah. that are coming out from, uh, from Rainbow the Brute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainbow the Brute is my other, it's my current comic book campaign that's up on Indiegogo. Uh, and of course, one of the things about it uh, is that we are, we want to, we want to bring back the eighties. Uh, we want to make fun of the girls toy products of the 1980s. That's what the whole campaign is about. Um, but also just the stuff that you might, you know, remember being around in the eighties, everybody had these kind of pencil toppers that smelled like strawberries. Right. We're going to make our own. Do you have that? To show I'm looking me? for it right now. I just, 
I ran Rainbow the, in Rainbow the Brute's land, uh, in his world, unicorns are rats. I mean, they're not oh, beautiful, okay. majestic creatures. They're annoying. Uh, they're cutesy looking, but they poke you with their horns. They go where they're, you know, they're, they're not wanted. Uh, they're pests. Okay. Uh, so uh, Rainbow the Brute routinely uh, kills unicorns, eats unicorns. Uh, the, as the tagline goes, choke slams unicorns uh, and stuff like that. So we decided to make pencil toppers of severed unicorn heads um, that smell like strawberries. And they, you know, it's going to look very nice. They're bloody, uh, vicious uh, toys. They're in production right now. <laughs> awesome. Now, yeah, let's throw this up there. Now, these aren't the exact heads, but here is Ethan's next campaign. Rainbow the Brute. Yeah, That's there you awesome. go. <laughs> so there's a unicorn head. It They're going to look pretty much like that, you know. He's roasting one on a spit there with his son. Uh, his son is named uh, uh, Shiro. Shiro, Shiro yeah. Pocket, uh, related to... Um, you know, uh, one of the Polly Pocket toys. That's his mom. Uh, we right. can. W- <laughs> I can't wait until the, we get more toys. We've got a Rainbow the Brute sculpt ready to go in case oh, I cool. want to make a Rainbow Brute action figure. Right. I'm not sure that I'm going to do that yet, but we've got the sculpt ready to go. All I have to do is pull the trigger and we'll do it. Awesome. Now, quickly, let's play devil's advocate. Let's say you get your funded, your funding. Mm-hmm. Cyberfrog figures go into production. When do you? feel you can do fulfillment uh it's going to take eight months okay so uh you know what's going to happen is i think we're going to know judging for how these uh campaigns go here's the thing i did all the legwork already so i've Mm -hmm. I've, you know obviously it's not like we're starting from scratch i'm not saying this is my dream here's a drawing of a toy i want to make i've been working on these for a year okay Uh, so to put them into production uh tooling uh and and everything it's going to, and before they're in our warehouse, it's going to take eight months. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to know in the first 24 hours if this is a go or not as these campaigns go. Right. First, first 24 hours of any campaign, you're going to get, you know, more than a third uh, okay. of your funding. Sometimes half of your funding comes in the first uh, 24 hours. So we'll know if it's, uh, if it's a success. And if it is, uh, I'm just going to say, go do it. Start it right now. Start the clock right now. Oh. Let's get those toys into production. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have them February. I don't know. What is that? About February of next year. Okay. Awesome. Very nice. Well, Ethan, thank you for your time. Thank you for all your hard work. You know, you got a fan in me, so I'll support you no matter what. So I hope that means something to you. It sure does. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Great, Great to talk. Yeah. You're welcome to come back anytime. The campaign is the Cyberfrog action figure from Indiegogo. Sign up now and you can get the Frog Chicken Fist and and one amazing figure, you know. And that's not all. Please go to your local comic store or Ethan's eBay store. You know, purchase a Cyberfrog comic, you know, show your kids, you know. I mean, this isn't this isn't a comic that's, you know, Overly, you know, graphic, not overly. Well, it's, it's, I, I mean, mean it, it is, but it's, you don't have to, it's not going to scare children. 
is what I'm getting at. You know, you can give this to, to a child and, you know, he's going to be curious and be like, oh, cool, a frog, you know. I I'm hope thinking, so. Yeah. You, know, you can, you can actually sit down, take some time out of your day, sit down with your child and, you know, go through a cyber frog comic. I mean, action packed kids love action. Kids love, you know, weird amphibian stuff. Yeah. They I mean, look how cool. Wasps, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, cyber frog, it's available on our eBay store. Uh, and, uh, we've got different variants of it. This is the chromium, uh, edition of cyber frog blood honey. Uh, you can get this and, and T-shirts and everything else uh, on our eBay store. Um, and uh, definitely thank you guys. Cyberfrog 2 Wreck Planet is on its way. Awesome. We're looking forward to it. And warts and all. Yes, warts and all is definitely. Warts and all is on its way. It is going to uh, begin shipping on Monday. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ethan, for your time. And um, please help him out. Let's get some Cyberfrog figures. I'm Tom Romero. Play with your toys. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Thank you to Brian Salvatore for our intro and outro music. Help each other out at Collectors Helping Collectors. Thank you to Scott Knightlick over at Spectre Creative. We are now on YouTube at Twin Lines Podcast. Please subscribe, hit that bell, and tell a friend. Join the conversation at toyspodcast at gmail.com. If you're curious to see what we've been talking about, head on over to toy-lines.com. For all your latest toy reviews. Follow us on all social media. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. At Toylines. Help Ethan Van Skyver create some incredible Cyberfrog action figures. Please log on to www.indiegogo.com Slash projects Slash Cyberfrog Hyphen action Hyphen figure Hyphen line Slash coming underscore soon. Or you can take the easier road and just log on to Indiegogo and look for Cyberfrog. Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC. Which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters. We'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you watch the X-Men cartoon as a kid? Did you buy Spider-Man number one the day it came out? Did you collect superhero trading cards and action figures? Then have we got the podcast for you. That's right, it's Wizards, Wizards the, the podcast, podcast Guide to, to Comics. The exciting show where Adam, that's me, and Michael, that's me, will take you through the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine, one issue at a time. We have so much fun reliving that crazy time of chromium covers and speculative comic book buying. Plus, we get to see where this whole hubbub about superhero movies really began. So we invite you to join us every other week on the Retro Network podcast feed. We can't wait to go back in time and uh, flip through those comic books you used to read. So we'll see you then. And until next time, keep your books bagged and boarded. Uh-huh.